Welcome to 5 Minutes of Courage with Maggie Arndt. This podcast focuses on God's Word, the Bible, and how much God loves you. Our goal is to show you throughout Scripture how loved and valued you are by the God of the universe. 5 Minutes is all you need to be filled with hope, joy, purpose, and yes, courage. Now here's your host, Maggie Arndt. everybody. Welcome back to 5 Minutes of Courage with me, Maggie. Yesterday, we started the story in the Gospel of Luke, the first chapter, starting at verse 26, the story of Mary and the story of Elizabeth and how the angel came to Mary and said, I know you're engaged to Joseph, but you are going to become pregnant with God's incarnate son, and you will carry this child, and you will call him Jesus. And oh, by the way, your cousin, who's crazy old and was never able to have a baby, is also pregnant. Two ordinary women, one young, one old, living in a dusty Middle Eastern town, called to do something extraordinary. And if we go back and we look at the text, the angel appeared to Mary and he said, Greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. And then he says, do not be afraid you have found favor. So not once, but twice. Does the angel say to Mary, you are favored and you have found favor. No, wait a minute. I thought that Mary was just kind of an ordinary teenager. And it turns out that favor is for purpose, not for status. Favor is not exclusivity. And favor is often inconvenient because think about, oh, excuse me, think about what the angel is asking Mary to do. He's asking her to, first of all, go along with this slightly insane plan that the Holy Spirit will come upon her and that she will become pregnant with the Son of God. And then she gets to explain this to Joseph, who may very well walk away from her. She has to explain this to her mom and dad who may not believe her and may shun her and leave her out in the desert for dead. This is not exactly a convenient thing that the angel is asking of her. Here's the other thing. This is not some fat-faced, cherub, fuzzy-winged, harp-playing angel that shows up to Mary. Angels, particularly messenger angels, are typically enormous. We're talking six, seven, eight feet tall with this giant wingspan. And yet she does not seem all that flustered by it. I may faint uh, in a puddle of disbelief if an angel happened to show up in my bathroom while I'm getting ready for the day. And yet Mary takes it all in stride and it says she's a little confused and maybe disturbed, but she doesn't faint dead away, which might be part of her youth. You've got to love that about young people. They kind of just roll with stuff. But he asks her to do something really inconvenient. He's kind of interrupting her plans, right? She was saying yes to the dress and he's saying, no, I need you to have this baby. And what it makes me wonder is how often in our life is something that God asks us to do inconvenient. When is it an interruption? I know for me, I had a really, really nice life. I have a really nice husband and three mostly sweet children. 
Some of them were gone. David was already at college. Christopher was old enough to drive a car. And yet, at age 46, the God, the God, God interrupted my life, my plans, and was frankly inconveniencing me by saying, I need you to go to seminary. I have some big plans for you. So I had a choice. I could say, I'm all in, I'm going, and I don't know where this journey is going to take me. Or I could say, gosh, I have a really nice life and I could direct my choir and coast right on into semi-retirement at some point. And I decided to take the inconvenient road. And I decided that whatever God had in store for me was better than anything I could come up with. In fact, 2 Corinthians tells us, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind can conceive what God has in store for those who love him. So this becomes a trust issue. Do you trust God with your dreams? And are you dreaming too small? Maybe you're dreaming too small and maybe God's saying to you, Maggie, I don't want you to sit back and get a beach house in Florida and come humming your way on into the pearly gates. I want you to let me interrupt your cushy, cozy, nice little life because I have bigger plans for you. And so I want to ask you, are you dreaming too small? Are you like Mary playing say yes to the dress and planning what your menu is going to look like for your wedding when God shows up to you and says, I have something bigger are you all in? Or are you a little further down the age road? This is more like me with Elizabeth saying, hey, I know you're crazy old, but um, I'm going to grant your request for a, the child that you've dreamed of your whole life. Are you going to say, no, my time has come and gone? Or are you going, going to go with the dreams and the plans that God has for you. In John 10, 10, Jesus says, I have come that you would have life and life abundantly. Are we having a, a, an abundant, passionate life? In fact, the Greek word for abundance is zoe. It looks like the, the English name, zoe. And it means to have a passionate, abundant life. Is that where you're living? Are you living your, your best zoe life? I don't know. I don't know that I am. I feel like a lot of us are content to maybe have a boring religious existence. We we show up at church, we stand up, we sit down, we recite some stuff, we sing a hymn, we go home. Okay, not right now because it's COVID. But in, in a normal world, we are perfectly happy to have a boring, vanilla Christian existence. And God wants so much more for us, for you and for me. In fact, he's calling us to a faith adventure. So here's the challenge I'm going to leave with you for you as we roll into Christmas this week. Spend some time with God. Ask him what dreams he has for you and ask him if you're dreaming too small. And it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are. If he has something planned for you, he's just waiting for you to ask him what it is. So I challenge you to do that, to look for your own personal faith adventure and to think bigger and to remember that you don't have to be someone who's considered extraordinary by the world standards for God to do something supernatural and really amazing in you.
If you happen to be awake at 7 a.m. on Thursday morning, which would be Christmas Eve, I would love for you to log in to Hosanna's Facebook Live page and to give me a shout out. It's always nice to have some friends and feel like I'm not doing it alone. Or if you want to sleep in, which is probably what I would do, you can pull it up on Facebook later in the day. Or if you're not a Facebook user, go to hosannalc.org, all one word, and write on their first page in a blue box. You can click on devotions and you'll see this face right here. So I will see you all after Christmas. Have a very, very Merry Christmas. Love to you all. Thank you for sticking with me this year. Um, This is actually episode 156. So you guys are awesome. Thanks for listening to me this whole time. And I will see you the Monday after Christmas. Be well. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'd hate for you to miss out on even one minute of courage. Then share it with all your friends. If you'd like more information or would like to contact me directly, go to 5minutesofcourage.com. That's the number five and you can connect with me there.